Hey, hey, welcome back to another episode of the Racing with Ryan podcast. I'm your host, Ryan Stevens, and joining me live in studio here this week, good friend of mine and friend of the show, Mr. Kenny, a.k.a. Skinny Roth. How you doing, bud? I'm doing all right, man. How you doing? Good, man. Glad to have you in studio. Appreciate you taking the trip down here. Oh, definitely. I mean, you were saying that you were looking to have somebody come in, hang out, and chat with you about racing, so why not? Yeah, man, I, I, you know, hey, I can turn this thing on and, and talk for a while, but it's always good to have uh, somebody here to, to chat with. I mean, um, I was hoping to have some news morning to talk about with you, but unfortunately that is not the case. But I think plenty went down this weekend in what we cover here on the show that that we'll be able to uh, um, share our thoughts on everything that went down and, and some action over in Atlanta, some action at Auburndale. Um, I think we're going to talk about the state of Florida racetracks in general. Because uh, I, I know you got some opinions on some of the happenings that are going on right now. I'm very opinionated. You know that. Yeah. So um, we're going to have some good stuff for you here in the show. Uh, before we get into it, I do want to thank our, our great sponsors here um, for supporting the show. American Auto, 124 Welding and Fab, uh, DeBerry Paint and Body, SRQ Taxes, um, Andy Morrison with Never Give Up. And I uh, got to thank Ken Copley as well for coming back on board and uh, Schultz Engineered Products for supporting the show. And uh, for everybody listening, again, um, you know, uh, Kenny, you listen to this. I don't, I don't obsess over numbers, but every time I go look, I'm, I'm just always happy to see that the show gets good numbers and that people are listening to this. So appreciate the sponsorship. Appreciate everybody listening. And, uh, you know, I feel like there's a lot to get into. So let's, uh, Let's go ahead and get into it. Kenny, I think we should start over at the Auburndale Speedway. We're lucky um, since New Smyrna rained out, Tom was able to make it uh, over to Auburndale. So we were able to to watch back that footage. And um, did you watch all the races or I, some of them? I browsed them? through uh, every race that happened out there. And I browsed through and actually before I came over here while I was eating a little bit of uh, supper, I watched a couple of the races to get a little refresher on it. It's always good to have Speedway video to go and refresh your mind, especially if you're at the event and you want to see the action because he always seems to get great action. And the one thing I really liked that Auburndale was doing was the shout-outs they were giving them. Yeah. Like every race I could hear, give it up for Speedway video and everything. So it shows that uh, Tom and Speedway video is the premier YouTube, I guess you could call him a YouTube entity of – racing in florida so yeah and he's been we, we've been talking about it so much recently because he's like all go lately like new smyrna rains out early enough and he can get to another track he'll go to another track to try to get something up on the channel and it, it works out well i mean i was uh i was going to be at new smyrna this weekend but i had some uh some family stuff going on and um when new smyrna rained out i was able to stay and, and do all the family stuff which was which was really nice um you know, I hate having a race rain out, but if this was a weekend we're going to rain out, it, it worked out well. But, um, you know, I, I, I let Tom know. I was like, hey, you know, New Smyrna rained out. You got time to get to Auburndale if you call Steve. And he goes, oh, do you want to go too? And I'm like, well, I do, but I'm not going to be able to do this week. Um, but it was nice that he made it over there so we could watch the videos back and have a little something to talk about. Um, Auburndale's in a really good spot right now, you know, as one of the West Coast tracks, I guess you could call them. Um with, with 417 being shut down, Showtime every other week. Um, God only knows what's going to happen with Citrus. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about that in depth here in a little bit. Um, but Auburndale's in a, in a good spot where they're racing frequently. And a lot of those cars that can go to the 417s, the Showtimes, the Citrus, they can all go to Auburndale relatively easily. 
and they had a pretty good show up uh, in all the classes this weekend. Oh, definitely. I mean, it was an outstanding show from my viewpoint of watching on YouTube through Speedway Video. So I'm glad that uh, the drivers made uh, some of the ventures over there because I know some of the drivers, it's a couple-hour drive. So it's always good to see uh, another track prospering. And they had, let's see, they had 250 lappers here this week, one for the Pure Stocks and one for the A-Mods, if I'm not mistaken. Was the A-Mod 50? It was uh, 50. That was a 30 lapper. That was a 30 lapper. Yeah. Okay, my apologies. It was uh, a 50 lapper for the Pro. A, oh, that's right. Yeah. That's right. Pro, okay. And everything else had additional laps because of no heats. Yeah, it was okay. uh, it was features only, and I think every race was 30 laps, but the Pro late models. Yeah. I think even the... Now, mini stocks they call. I mean, I'd rather them called mini stocks than scramblers. I mean, sure, CJ can go over there and race mini stocks now, and he can be happy. Speaking of, the, I mean, not to go off on a little tangent, but I was watching a video and I was doing some editing when I was watching. I kept hearing, uh, I thought he was saying CJ Creech, but it's TJ Cruz. Oh yes, I kept hearing yes. that, and I was like. I'm looking, I was like, what car is CJ in? I know he goes over there. I didn't see his car. I was like, oh, is he in second place? Oh, he's in first. And then I was like, oh, it's TJ Cruz. Yes, yes. <laughs> um, but anyway, um, good turnout over there. Um, shout out to um, to Bobby Rowland, who was on the microphone with Steve. Um, I had to message Tom. I said, who the hell is doing commentary with Steve? Because from what Tom told me, uh, this was that guy's first time in the booth. Um, you can tell he's into racing. He knows his stuff. But for his first time... Didn't sound nervous. Uh, really, to me, added some good energy to the show. And I felt like Steve even upped his game to feed off of of Bobby. So I thought those two worked really well together. I thought, uh, I know there was some echo on the audio on Speedway Video because he had to use the audio from Track Tunes. There was a bit of a delay there. So you could hear the the PA and then you'd hear the, the Track Tune audio. So it was a bit off sync. But um, it's a very good uh, booth presentation, in, in my opinion. So... I know Steve will listen to this. Um, Steve, if you can have uh, Bobby work with you whenever you can, you guys did very well together. Very enjoyable to listen to. So um, looking into the results now, again, we watched most of these races from Speedway Video. We were not there, so forgive us if we miss some things here. But um, 50 laps for the Pure Stocks, one of my favorite classes. I know you love oh, the Pure Stocks as the well. Pure Stocks as, I mean, a big body and then as many Camaros as they have out there. I mean, that I love the Pure Stocks. That's, that's my goal is I'm going to do what I'm doing now, and then I'll eventually I want to maybe possibly build a Pure Stock. I think it would be fun to go race around because I love a Camaro. So There you go. Um, good turnout. They had 18 cars on premises and 16 started the feature. Um, wild moment with Ronnie Abney, who was leading the race earlier. Uh, they had a restart, and his car just goes off the pace, and it's, you know, twitching around in the back end. Then all of a sudden, here comes the wheel. Wheel comes flying off. He spins out going into the corner, and then wouldn't you know, the damn wheel comes and hits him in the trunk and destroys the back end of the car. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, that's one thing I've noticed about, like, the smaller tracks is it's kind of like a, if they want to get around you, they're going to move you and stuff. Yeah. So it seems like... Some I, I I think there could have been a little bit of give and take on that one. I mean, I'm not really sure on the 56, but it to me it looked like he just drove through them and then whatever he hit on the right on the left side must have broke something on the right side. Or so. that makes me wonder if if something was already broken and then on that restart, you know, you're shifting gears. Oh it's yeah, hard he on the could rear have broken end. an axle or yeah. anything. You never know, or a rear end or who knows? Because I mean, look at that car. That car looks like it's been through hell. Yeah, it has. <laughs> um, but but no, you bring up a good point. You know. 
Ronnie's having trouble, obviously, and nobody knows what's really going on. You don't know the wheel's going to come flying off till the wheel comes flying off. Um, but yeah, they, they didn't give him any room to oh, have, to have any error. <laughs> no, I mean, it's like that, I, that they use their bumper. That's like, uh, Timmy Walters was saying, maybe they should start m- mandatory putting bumpers on these cars and maybe they won't use their bumper as much, but I, I, I think it's enjoyable. It's entertainment. So oh, yeah, well, that, that's the Auburndale style. I mean, Auburndale is a very tight, almost flat bullring track. I mean, they call themselves the boring for Christ's sake. So there's going to be a lot of contact. I mean, that's typical Auburndale stuff. There's, it's a, a lot of take and not much give. Um, Pure stock race was, was very entertaining. Uh, felt bad for Ronnie Abney. Good kid. Um, runs. He, he's like Mike Dom. He runs about every class out there. He's got a mini stock or a mod mini. He's got the pure stock. He's got an a mod, um, and does quite well. So it was tough to see him have those issues, but it was, when the when the dust settled, it was the man who's been the dominant force at the Auburndale Speedway, James Wright, taking the victory in car number fifty six. He's when James Wright shows up, he is he's the man over there, and he beat Craig Cuzone in the eight, who's been like second all year long. So is the eight that's the uh, white and white and red one. Yeah, yeah with the eight the on be- the quarter yeah, panel. That was yeah. a beautiful car. Yeah. I remember it was at the uh, seventy five lapper that we went out there with. Uh, the Spears brothers. Oh, the, the, at Citrus, yeah. Yeah, yep. he was out there, and I mm-hmm. think it was probably brand new at that race, so that's a beautiful car, and I see it's got a little bit of uh, rub marks on it, so you know he drives it. Well, after a 50-lapper at Auburndale, it's it's going to have some rubs. Uh, speaking of another beautiful car, Brandon Love finished third. He's in that number four, the other white and red Camaro. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. The old Ross Francisco car. I mean, that okay. thing's just, that's a gorgeous, gorgeous I like the, Camaro. Uh, what is it? Uh, I don't know if it was Dakota Wise driving it, but it was the uh, it was the guy that was second and blew up, the Malibu. 94, I believe it is. Oh, uh, Colt Cecil. Colt Cecil. Yeah, yeah, number 92. I know, I know yep. um, uh, Dakota Wise and them, he's part of that crew and everything. So, that makes sense, yep. yeah. So I, that, he had a good run until he had some issues. Um, well, Dakota Wise was out there in the 34, but yeah, Colt, okay. yeah. Yeah, he, so maybe he was going to bring, I, I know they were going to bring the 34 out to New Smyrna and everything, and then they had a little bit of change of plans and stuff. So that's definitely going to be a car we'll probably see eventually at New Smyrna. Well, that would be fun. Yes. I mean, just to have him kind of like uh, when, when Jay and, and those guys showed up last year, just to just to be there, be part of the show. Oh, that's yeah, always definitely. Cool. And I've, I've been giving him some information, got him hooked up with the Spears brothers, so he'll get the right information to be fast. There you go. Yeah. Um, Impressive run for Brandon Love in the third spot. Started 18th on the field and finished third. That is um, a definitely a lot of cars to pass. Yeah, especially at Auburndale. Um, Got to use your stuff up pretty good there. Yes. Mark Nelson in the 51 was fourth. Fifth went to Bobby Kelly. Josh Cole in the nine. He was sixth, seventh for Sean LeMaster. That's one of the 417 drivers uh, that made the trip up. Roger Blevins in eighth. Roger races modifieds and... Uh, pure stocks as well. Kyle Courtney was ninth. Cody, uh, yes, Cody Martin was 10th, followed by Colt Cecil, Ronnie Abney, Ronnie Roop. You know, Ronnie Roop was going to come to New Smyrna uh, for the the couple of races we had before the regular season. I don't know what happened with that, but that car that he has, he's got a different car now, but a year ago, he had a 2000-style Monte Carlo body on that car. Hmm. Very unique. I mean, it's a hunk of shit, but yeah. very unique-looking car. So I've always liked Ronnie Roop for that reason. Um, he was followed by Dakota Weiss, Ron Healy, and Fatback Roberts, your 16 finishers in the pure stocks. And then no surprise for qualifying James Wright, who won the feature, was the fast qualifier. 
scrolling down now to the A mods, they had seven, which I mean that seems to be the 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 norm for modifieds of any kind, whether it be E mods or big mods. It seems seven to ten is about what you can get. Yeah, unless you're a tour mod, it seems yeah. like you're kind of hit or missing. I mean, unless you really go up north and everything. I mean, I've even seen some of the modified of mayhem races. They're low, only ten to twelve cars out there and stuff. So it's tough, man. I mean, when 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 you have open body rules and all the various things, it's it that keeps the costs up because you can do whatever you want and everybody's chasing, you know, that that one tenth of a second that they can gain if they put, you know, flyers on their on their sail panels. What so. is your take on the uh A mods going to racing tires? Well, I was initially because I always I look at costs, uh cost to participate. Um I was kind of against it, but after seeing them race, they race a lot better now. Those I love the concept of the DOT tires. I really do, but uh, oh, four is out there. It's going, yeah, they, the you track. just, you, you couldn't get any grip. You couldn't really race with them. So now they can race and, and the car count really hasn't, it hasn't wavered. I mean, they were at seven, eight, nine cars with the DOT tires and now they're at seven, eight, nine cars with the racing tires. So it's really, it's a moot point. Yeah. Uh, one thing I've, I've been really excited, happy about with the A mods is, uh, seeing a 602 going over and beating all these belt motors. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, Jeffrey been, White. Yeah, Jeffrey yep. White's been running away with this race. Well, Jeffrey White and that team, um, they've really turned their attention to Auburndale this year, and he took the AMOD victory, uh, and he's got a handful of, of wins and second-place finishes over there. Um, so, I mean, that's a car that is fast, like bad fast at New Smyrna, and then can go over to the bull rings and compete. So it can be done, yeah. and he's proving it. Uh, so he takes the win over Roger Blevins, who's a very good modified racer in his own right. Um, Jacob Wallace was third. George Gorham Jr. was fourth. I mean, that's those are some good drivers. George Gorham, like that family, do they race every? They've yeah, they've got <laughs> late models, they've got sportsmen, they've got I've, trucks now. I think I've seen them Crown in Vicks, uh, I've, yeah, mini Crown stocks. Vicks. I've seen them in. I think I even might have seen them in a dirt car or something. That wouldn't surprise me. I mean, George will and has raced just about everything. Um, he came up fourth. Cody Durham, fifth, Jimmy Pope, sixth, and Corey Lane in the seventh position. In the SRQ taxes feature, um, we were kind of talking about this one a little bit before we hit record, but it was nice to see TJ Cruz finally get some good luck. He's blown, I, th I think Steve said like two motors, but it, it feels like every time I watch on Speedway video, TJ Cruz has had some kind of bad luck. So um, he was able to shake it. Relatively clean mini stock race from what I remember watching. Um, good turnout. Let's see. They had, well, they had 12 cars. I mean, that's respectable. Um, but yeah, TJ Cruz got the win over Mike Engel, who got his first career win just a couple of weeks ago. Richard Edwards was third, fourth for Roy Healy or Bubba Healy, as we like to call him. William Kearns rounding out the top five, Bill Witherington, Reggie Ware seventh. And it was Brian Neely, Zach Dees, and Jay Roberts, the top 10. Uh, yeah, pretty, pretty standard, um, uh, mini stock race, which are now, uh, Formerly the Scramblers. The Scramblers. Where'd they get the Scrambler? I, I always like that name just because it, it, it made that division <laughs> why, feel why, more why, unique. What makes people think Scrambler? Because the motor's winding up so much and Scrambler? I think just because they drop the green and they go everywhere. Oh, okay. That, I mean, that's now, what I would always now, say. Now I understand. When, when I, I would it, announce over there, I'd say, well, now they're all going to scramble into turn one, pun intended. <laughs> oh, that's good. I don't now, understand the name change in the middle of the season. I don't understand the rule changes in the middle of the Didn't season. Didn't they just follow Showtime's rules? 
Is that what they did? I, I, I don't know. I asked. They're the only other mini stock class out there. But I don't know about 417, but I know Showtime ran mini stocks. And do they call what do they call them at Citrus? Mini stocks. So then, yeah. okay. They so they're just, just getting all, in line with everything. Just, uh, yeah. Adopted all the rules for that and everything. I kind of wish like they could run with us, but the fact that they run race tires and we don't run race tires, it kind of that hurts because I mean you've seen some of our guys be up there in the top five, so it's doable. Can't be done. Yeah, yeah, it's doable to get up. I mean, I guarantee you, if you took a Higdon over there or something like that, he could probably put it on the podium. I yeah. Mean, oh, for sure. Yeah. Dustin so, definitely. Yeah, Dustin take, goes anywhere. He'll he drive backwards and probably win a race about there. But I I I like that tracks are getting together and trying to make more sense with racing together because that just helps everybody. Yeah. I mean. If you can get the other cars to come see you when their track's not racing, I think that's a win-win for everybody. I mean, that's the way I look at it. I know some places, well, we don't want to change because we don't want to lose our guys. Um, I think you could gain more than you'd lose. Maybe you lose, you know, if the Super Stocks or Pure Stocks, maybe you lose a Spears or a Holly one night to go chase a, a 50 lapper somewhere, but you still get them 90% of the time because they're right down the road. Yeah, definitely. Um, and then, you know, you have a big race, these other guys can come race with you. That's the way I look at it. But yes. um, I asked Steve about some of these changes and what I like about Steve is like, I can ask him questions and it's like, he knows I'm not bashing or being difficult. I'm just wondering. Hmm. And he goes, yeah, that was made by some people that say they don't work there that apparently work there. So I'm like, all right. You gotta um, love racing track politics. Yeah. Oh yeah. Politics are, they play a part in everything. So it's just like the music industry. That's oh, like yeah. the music industry. That's a cutthroat. Everything's ruthless. cutthroat, yeah. man. Racing's cutthroat. Um, there's Music. A, there, I think there's more of a family. I mean, I yeah, the 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 other side of racing, but in general the, the there's a family atmosphere in racing. Music, there's not a family atmosphere. There is not. It's all you or nothing. Yeah. Well, it's, I mean that that's a tough industry to get, you know, people to listen to you and you know, and get the plays and the other clicks. people and, that sound exactly the same. So. Yeah. Well, and music is so accessible. Anybody can sit all on myself, sit, yeah. sit in the room and make music. Not everybody can go build a race car. Yeah, you just got to be smart to do that. So, yeah. Um, so yeah, congratulations to TJ Cruz on the mini stock victory. Again, um, you can go back and watch all these on Speedway video. Um, Crown Vix, good turnout. I think, let's see, 20 cars. Yeah, 20 cars there. Um, that's Pretty darn good. That that will cause some commotion. There's definitely a lot of beating and banging in this one, as expected. Do they double down stuff over there? Um, I'm not sure. I I heard, and this is just what I heard. I heard if they get more than ten in the scramblers, they double down. I don't know if that's still true, but that division for a while was struggling to get four, five, six cars, See, and then it started Holly blowing and up. Rusty, you should uh. Maybe uh, change the double down on some of these classes. I would like to see the double down be 16. Yeah. Because that is a quote-unquote full field for NASCAR points. Mm. Like, that, the NASCAR sanctioning stuff, it's very convoluted. Like, if there's 16 or more cars that start a feature, you get more points than if there's less. So, like, you know, they actually take into account, okay, how many people did you actually raise? I don't understand race? that NASCAR. No, I, I couldn't do I it. I couldn't figure it out. I could not. We, we've sat there and looked at it and been like, okay. There's metrics, man. It's it's the poor lady that does it all. She'll, she'll message us about halfway through the season. Um, Are these results correct? And I'm like, oh, God, I got to go look at all this shit. <laughs> and I don't get back to her for, like, two days because I'm busy. And then I'm like, oh, yeah, that's good. Yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, good turnout for the Crown Vicks or as they are affectionately called, the Clown Vicks. But uh, 
um, you know, they're welcome here too. Um, oh, I love the crown bears. I love them too, man. That's it's a fun class. I, I love our bomber bees because you can race other things in there, but the, the crown vicks are fun. I mean, they're just big, heavy cars. You can slam them around. You got to wrestle them through the corners. Um, definitely a fun racing division. Whoever was like, hey, you know, there's so many of these things available. We should race them. That was one of the most genius ideas. I don't, I mean, it might have been Cletus and stuff doing his stuff. Sure. But I, I, I've been seeing Crown Vicks. Oh, they're for, everywhere. For now. Before that. So it's like, it's an accessible car. Yeah. The only thing is, it's going to do just like the crate motor. It's going to price itself out. It used to well, be it's you a, could get a Crown Vic for 800 bucks. now. Now it's going to be 1800 bucks. Well, there's a, there's a finite number of them out there. Yeah. Um, now, as more fleets, you know, turn them over there'll be there'll be a few more coming through the pipeline but they don't make them anymore so there's there's a finite number of them out there that's why i like our bomber b class because you can find the next thing um the next fleet vehicle that goes obsolete and hits the auction block you can you know if it's four or Did you see six John Gross's, uh, post about uh he says all the uh filled filler old time filled filler cars coming because all the square bodies and Good. all that and everything Good. he calls them all the old fillers because he's the Bring crew em. cab yep. crew cab mustang crew, can, crew cab everything. mustang yeah yep. so but definitely, I, I I love our bomber bees, but the Crown Vicks just in general. They some places they call them the Ford Outlaws yeah. and stuff like that. So it's it's fun to watch them because they get out there and beat and bang. They're like a to me the old bomber class. Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah that's like the epitome of a bomber class. Yeah. Just strip it and go. Yeah. And, and those things have so much power. I love listening to them. You can just yeah. hear the. Yeah. You hear that engine just thumping, man. As Rick Gaither says, he says when they're going down the straightaway, it's going to probably change your mind when you listen to them. But when they're going and they're flooring, it's like, help me. <laughs> help me. So. Oh, boy. There, that Every time you watch a, a Crown Vic or Bomber B race now, that's all you'll hear. Yes, definitely. Um, no surprise about the results, though. Jonathan Wallace takes the win over there over Chris Rummel and Sean Osteen. Where is three. he not won at? Who, Jonathan Wallace? Yes. New Smyrna. Well, Maybe I know change. he's been talking to the Bomber B class, so well, come that would on, be, Neil that would Wallace be fun. and Jonathan Wallace. That's, we'll give that's you a hike inf- from, from Lando Lakes. but We'll give you, you know. any information you need to come over and have fun with us on the big track. And I know Chris Rummel's interested in the Dom race when that gets rescheduled. Um, Where did he finish at, second? Yeah, Rummel was oh, second. I figured. Yeah. I know it didn't. I saw him fall back a little bit, and then he was like right back up in yep, there. Picked his way through. Yeah. So, I mean... He started ninth, finished second. Jonathan Wallace started seventh, finished first. Um, De- Dennis Wilson, who was fourth, he started twelfth. Uh, Dalton DeGraff started sixteenth, finished fifth. Um, Jimmy McLeod nineteenth, finished sixth. So I mean, you could pass over there. You just you, you got to use the bumper. Oh yeah, um, and you got to use the. If you get, I've noticed one thing about Auburndale. If you get your left tire down in that dirt. Kind of mm. helps you out a little bit, and it makes the guy behind well, you Well, that's lose. why they run them last, because all they do is kick dirt on the racetrack. Yeah. Oh, uh, boy. Um, let's see. John Worthington, seventh. Roger Blevins. There you go. Another. He's, like, racing everything. Uh, he was eighth. Mike Wilson, ninth. Roger Sargent rounding out the top ten. couple of notables. George Gorham, Jr., 15th. <laughs> Another Gorham. Ted Head back in action. Uh, uh, he used Ted to run, Head used to race at New Smyrna, did he? Yeah, sportsman. Yeah, uh, 92. Probably late models, too, back in the day. Um, Ted's been around a long time, but he threw together a crown Vic, came out there, finished 17th, but cool to see him back on the track. He's got a, uh, I've driven by his shop over there in Auburndale on, on, on the main road there. Uh, cause there's like, 
it just depends on what route you take. You can take like three or four different routes oh, to get to Auburndale. We were, I was talking about that the other day. It's like there's one route where it takes you the lakefront, mm -hmm. and it takes you that twisty road where you go around, and then I get always lost because some, the road like forks this way, and I'll go right. this way. And if and you I'm don't like, turn oh, off the road, you'll just yeah. do circles around the I lake going, or whatever. I mean, you know me, I'm indulging a little bit, so I'm not paying attention to right. like, going all over the place and stuff. So, but yeah. Well, uh, good, good Crown Vic race over there. And then they also had mini cups in action. I couldn't believe this. They had uh, 12 of these things. I've never seen more than like five or six. I've only seen two. And That's they are usually, it's usually like, okay, that was a warm up race. Like if you get there late, you don't miss anything. But this race, I, I had to go watch it on Speedway yeah. Video. You had cars flying over the top of cars. You had body panels hanging off. You had one guy going through the grass and putting his hand out the roof. Did you see that? <laughs> yeah. The zero car? Yeah. That was crazy. This and was a crazy the one, race. The one was like, tell him, tap, tap. Yeah. Tap, oh, tap, that's right. Yeah. Next, they had the tap out rule. Yeah, they, it was like, tap, tap, tap. But that was definitely, I mean, I like, I like it because it looks like little uh, mini cup cars and yeah. everything and i mean and if you don't really li they look like they're scooting i mean they, they, oh they get around those corners yeah, man they fly yes yeah, so and then they were using their bumpers they it until they came <laughs> off yes yeah. oh man it was there was a lot of bumper yeah there was a lot of bumper and i like the officials they would just like look at it lift the car up a little bit and then they would just kick it off here, they'd be like here. Right, you're good go back out <laughs> um Carson Holt was the winner of this one. Tegan Briggs, second. Was Daisy there two Fuller. Sisters? I think so. Um, let me read the results. Yes, there were there were sisters. Daisy Fuller, Lizzie Farmery, fourth. Fifth was Macy Powell. Mm -hmm. Braden Elliott, sixth. Jace Gallifolo in seventh. Lila Fuller in oh, okay. eighth. So there you go. Uh, Jerry Franklin, ninth. And Frank Rowland rounding out the top ten. And then the final division. Um, Auburndale revamping their prolate models, uh, welcome them, welcoming them back for uh, this year. Still only five cars. Um, I think they should have left them as they should have just ran them as late models because I think these prolate model guys had just as much chance to do something with the super late models. True, and that that was my sentiment too but now richard elkins can come out with his car and get a fourth place finish versus a 14th place finish so i, so I can was see he both driving a pro late model against our super late models at our track yes yep because if you if you say okay i am a if you identify as a super late model then you can race as a super late model you just can't do both yeah. and i asked steve i'm like are you do you guys allow your cars your can the prolates come race with the supers if they want to? Obviously, at a dis disadvantage. Mm. Um, and he said, well, from what I understand, they put a new motor, like an actual new prolate motor in that car versus what they had in there before. Uh, so okay. I'm like, hey, you know, trying to build a class. If they allow it, it's all good. I was just genuinely curious because I know Richard raced that car in the the twin superlate model races last time they had those. So. Yeah. I was just curious. And I know I've seen it out there for Governor's Cup, I Governor's believe. Cup, yep. Yeah, he I've came out. out there. Yep. Um, but no, if you if you remember back to the I just did the race rewind on the second twin fifty, and that was a race where Richard Elkins coming around and like the motor was going south and you could hear it. So I wonder if he blew up and they just put a new prolate motor in and said to hell with it, I'll do the prolates. Mm -hmm. Um, which is a good good way to help boost the class. Um the race was rather monotonous uh for the first forty five or so laps. They did have a caution when Cody Brinson, who was leading the race, had an issue. Restart comes out. Hell of a battle for a second. Wayne Smith in the 44 takes the win. He's the guy that drove that Z 
the Black Z machine and won at New Smyrna a couple of years ago oh, okay. at World Series. Oh, okay. Um, but uh, yeah, Wayne Smith took the win. Jeffrey White and TJ DeCare, hell of a battle for the second spot. And uh, I see Jeffrey they got a new body on the TJ DeCare car. Yeah, they, they did. Put new stickers on it. They said we'll put the number on it and we're just gonna go. Well, that, that that was hard work to get that thing. Yeah ready to go in a week and and the rest of the body parts are still sitting in the pits at new smyrna yeah. i have a picture <laughs> seen, on my I, phone I, I actually thank you for a uh body uh mount uh mm. brace i i used one we needed for a spears car so oh, there you go appreciate it buddy there you and, go uh, so, one man's trash is another uh, man's trash i've got all kinds of fenders and stuff i got all kinds of rims for ron you need to come get your stuff ron Perfect. Um, but no, Jeffrey White with a good battle with TJ. Those last five laps were definitely fun to watch. The first comment on the Prolate Model video on Speedway video is, they were riding around. That's not racing. And I'm like, well, you didn't watch the full video, sir. But anyways. Was that Jeff Schofield? No. Did you see Jeff Schofield's tyrant on uh, TJ DeCare? Yes, I did. Yes. Yeah. Okay. That, that's why I had to do the race rewind. <laughs> I got to stir that pot a little more. Um, uh, I like Jeff. I like TJ. They're both like good both. people. Yeah. yeah, so it's good seeing the 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 veteran and the old school versus the new school. Well, so. that's the thing. It's like now TJ DeCare is the bull and gave Jeff a taste of his own medicine. Whether he likes it or not, that's what happened. So I hope Jeff brings that car out. And races new Smyrna. His new I, one. His new to one. Sell it, so. No, he's, that's his old car. His he's old got one? a brand new one. That, oh, okay. th that was the last race. He was just. I guess they didn't race at what uh, the sportsman race. Yeah, and so he so went he and raced went, at Showtime. His car was yeah. already raced, so he just went and raced, and that was his last ever race in that car. Gotcha. Because he's got a brand new car, and I mean, it looks the same. I mean, all those cars look the same, but I know he's got a new one. So hopefully, we can get you it. I know he might be listening, but come out to new Smyrna. We have, we have a couple of hundred lappers coming up, so it'll be worth it. Um, so, yeah, that's what happened over at Auburndale, of course, for, uh, you know, the, the full enchilada. You can watch it on Speedway Video. You can listen to the hot mic uh, that we record on Wednesdays for the people that are there, get their actual insight there. Um, but, yeah, it seemed like a mic. pretty good night. Yeah, no, it's a good show. I, I have fun. Uh, I, I know, like, right now we don't – many people don't watch it live, but it's, it's fun to get on there and talk racing with those guys, and it's good, like – all the announcers in the state get along, so I guess that's a step in the right Austin, direction. Austin, can you turn your uh, camera? No, he can't because he uses his phone. And <laughs> you when can I was turn using your phone, no, no. Listen, I used to use my phone, and it wouldn't let me either. So, but then I've started using the computer since I'm out there watching the kid this now. It's so. frustrating, Austin. Uh, you're like that big. <laughs> he, he probably <laughs> enjoys being smaller. So. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, good night over there at Auburndale. I figure here to close out the first segment since. I have you in the studio. There's, there's been a lot going on in Florida racing and, and almost a changing of the guard uh, with, with Auburndale capitalizing on some of the turmoil that's been going on. So I want to I talk about the, the tracks that we typically cover on this podcast and kind of get your thoughts and opinions on it. We'll start with 417, obviously uh, changing the lease over there, Motor Bros or whatever the hell they're called. They took it over. I saw uh, Sunshine State Racing, your favorite source of uh, Florida racing news. They Sunshine posted, State Racing loves me. Yes, um, you guys are the best of friends. Uh, but they posted, you know, a picture of the track, and they said, "Hey, airport, here's your, here's your property just withering away." Um, what Does do you think? Bad. It doesn't look too bad, but they were just mm, okay. making a point, you know, just sitting there. What's your take on 417's limbo situation? Uh, I mean. I went there one time, so I can't really say a lot about the track. My only outtake on it was the pits were tiny, mm -hmm. so that could have maybe possibly hurt in the long run because you couldn't really fill it up and have multiple divisions. I love the uh, hillside uh, 
seating. Seating that three was and four. awesome. Yeah. That was that was beautiful. That was something I've always liked to see. I mean, and stuff. So it's just that's what happens nowadays. Is land is worth more than people's entertainment. That, that's very true. And building you can only a- go so far, and people can only. I mean, didn't they? win it because i remember there was that whole big thing and they won it back and then all of a sudden now they don't have it and people just said oh well i guess they're gonna do what they want to do yeah somebody got the the lease to it then they got so much backlash from the community they lost the lease to the second bidder who was planning to do some kind of motorsport something with it but nothing is nothing's been announced concert venue now or something that was the original plan Uh, and then that went away and now it's it's just in limbo uh, and and it's it's too bad i mean there's there's nothing now except like hendry down the dirt track down in south florida there's hialeah's gone been gone for a long time i actually went there with my dad when i was way little i see all kinds of pictures of hialeah hear all kinds of stories and stuff about the reunion still goes strong but yeah, South Florida really doesn't have much in the way of short track racing. I mean, you got Homestead for NASCAR once a year, but, I mean, that's a different realm. Yeah. Um, we got Freedom Factory sort of kind of coming back to life with some I various... They were about the, are, are, whatever happened to that where he was in the process of losing it and now... I... Oh, well, it's a housing community that's building up to the racetrack, so oh, they're well, dealing Lisa with Myrna's noise. dealing with that, too. I mean, you got the Venetia Bays and all well, them complaining. That's pretty stupid to yeah, that build... Means... New Smyrna's been there forever, so yeah. It's just... Well, New Smyrna's their their grandfather did with the county. Yeah. That's why we don't have a curfew. Like we are, we are like a crown jewel of the county. Yeah. Um. And you know that's say what you want about ownership, but that's part of what they've been able to do with those in charge of those kind of regulations. They're good friends with those people, so New Smyrna has that on their side. Thankfully, uh, build all you want, but. You know, you're going to have to listen to us on Saturday nights. So, And, I mean, I'm happy that 417 Freedom Factory is uh, doing what they're doing and everything, but I just I wonder how long it could last because eventually YouTube will run out. I mean, that ain't going to be last forever, I don't think. See, like, I'm not into all those, I call them goof events that Cletus does, those redneck events, which, hey, you know, it's got its following, and he does a hell of a good job with it. So I'm not knocking him personally. I just I'm a stock car guy. I want to watch stock car racing. That's or you know the That's occasional like I crash. I went to the enduro that. recent that last yeah. that one enduro, and I'm not a big enduro fan. I only went because Justin Spears was racing in right. it, and I was like, oh, I got to go support my buddy and everything. Right, right. So. You can have fun with that kind of stuff on occasion, but yeah. I want to see primarily stock car stuff, yeah. and I'm glad we're getting some of that with the. Who knows? We might get more sports and races over there if we get an off week and. They have I don't something know going if I'll on. Be allowed to go to the Freedom Factory. <laughs> oh yeah, you pissed them off. <laughs> I'm good at doing that. So yeah, I mean, well, hey, you know, sometimes when when you try to put your neck out there, it gets chopped off a little bit. But yeah, um, I, I, it's coming from the music industry. I guess that's my ruthless aggression. I just gotta put myself out there, and I don't care who I piss off because I got enough friends. Well, sure enough, <laughs> but. Um, so, I mean, they don't, they're not running for points out there. They don't have a racing season. They just have events. Yeah. I know they got the one big event is the CRL. So that's definitely a good thing. SRL? SRL. Yeah. The sportsman. Yeah. Yeah. That's like. And and they had that other, like, it was like a mini stock, pure stock event. Oh, the, uh, the Vortex. Yes. The the Vortex. Yeah. That big four cylinder series. That's right. That's right. So yeah, some stuff going on over there. Um, of course you got new Smyrna. We're still. We're still doing our thing. Um, schedule's a little bit different this year. We're not running like 100 classes a night. It's four or five. Um, I think it'll be good. We're just slow going right now. We had the opener, which was fine. 
uh, this family fun night that got rained out. You know, that was going to be it a, rain. Um, well, it got it got canceled <laughs> because the forecast. Oh, we'll, we'll address that since we're on it. Forecast all week calling for sixty to eighty percent chance of rain oh, all was, night. It was terrible all yeah. week. We were all talking like, yeah. "Oh no, we ain't gonna race." Everybody's right, like, right. "What prop? What prop pitch do we need?" And everything. Yeah. So. Well, everybody had it in their mind it was gonna rain, and then you wake up Saturday morning to see nothing has changed. So the track was like, "Yeah, we're, we got to cancel this." We we knew some people were coming from a long way. We already had people calling Rusty and I, saying, "Hey, when you cancel, please let me know because we have to leave by X time to get there." And it's unfortunate because, of course, we make the call two hours later. The front dissipates. There's no rain. But if we had gone on with it, you know what would have happened. Yeah, oh, it definitely would have rained. You right. wouldn't have seen me out there racing. You wouldn't have seen Justin out there racing. You wouldn't have seen George out there racing. So, it just, I mean, I was coming from – I was going to have to haul ass from Leesburg. I mean, I would you have. Were, you weren't going to be there till like, like 6. Like 6 o'clock, yeah, yeah just to, like, get there and turn the PA on as people started to come in just because I had some, you know – I don't typically do this, but sometimes priorities are are different. You know, the family thing was very important, and I had to go spend some time. Um, but when it rained out, I was able to spend the entire day and stayed over there with the family. And um, my mom put a lot of effort into. It. We were celebrating my uh, my grandfather's life, and it was a, a great time. So as much as I hate a rain out, it worked in my favor. Um, you know, I think it worked in Holly and Frank's favor with with Frank's dad passing away. His head wasn't. In, in I, I think he was going to try to race, but his head wasn't in the right place. So um, I know they have been dealing with a lot. Not to say that's a, a reason that we rained out, but I'm just saying that sometimes a, an extra week to, to heal and, and move past things is a good thing. So I know Frank's doing – I saw Frank Friday at the quarter midget track. seemed like he was doing all right. So uh, just extra fist bumps when we see Frank next. But, yeah, it's unfortunate um, that it did get called and that it didn't rain. But, you know, it was one of those – the forecast all week didn't waver until it was time to race, and then it was fine. But, you know. That's Florida for you. It is. It is. It was raining like 4 o'clock when I left into land, and it's well, not raining now. How many times during World Series was it not supposed to rain, and then all it did was rain while we were trying to race? Oh, yeah. This World Series got... The just, rain sucked, Yeah, man. it was terrible and but, everything. And everybody was complaining, saying the track screwed them out of money and everything. That was not the track. That was not the track making calls. That was a big event. So Well, <laughs> they they decided to take care of the modified drivers because let's let's be real. What brings the crowd yep. to Speed Weeks? Not, not all of them, not everybody, but what brings the first two nights – or, well, the first night, opening night, should be a huge deal, right? The place should be packed. It's not. Mm. Modified show up, place is packed. For, oh, even yeah. for the 50 lappers, place is packed. So let's be real. Um, and not to say that anybody else is any less important. I know Mark Keys loves his modifieds. Who? Mark Kermick. Chem- oh, Kemic. Kemic. Yeah, Kimmick, the, the chemist, yeah. <laughs> yeah. A lot of people like their modifieds, man. I mean, they're, I love they're them great. and everything. They're just, they just, sometimes they just string out and go around. And, and then they, they, then they put on, they put on a great race and then they have one that's, well, we but, have but the Matt Hirschman show. I mean, let's not have a Matt I mean, Hirschman look at, show. Look at the super late models. I mean, yeah. they're, they're awesome, <laughs> but they don't always put on the best race. So, yeah. but that could go for any division. I mean, one of the best pro late model races I've ever seen was a three car race. It was spectacular. It just, you know, wasn't what you wanted to see on paper, but it ended up being fun. It's just, you know, any race can be good, any race can be bad. Um, so Auburndale, of course, we we talked about Auburndale. They've they've been firing on all cylinders. They're really having things fall into their wheelhouse, doing a great job. Steve 
over there, um, you know, help make some decisions with, with Rex. Uh, Rex and Colette doing a great job running the place and, and keeping it pretty, I mean, Auburndale really hasn't had a disappointing show. So they're they're doing well, and they're still firing on all cylinders, like I said. And then you got Citrus County. Let's talk about that for a minute, because a couple weeks ago I talked about the fallout from the cancellation of the SRL race. And then they ran the Crash-O-Rama. No, it's not Crash-O-Rama, the we Night of Carnage. Know that we didn't even know they were running that for a while. <laughs> well, yeah, they got a new Facebook because they didn't have access to the original one. Then they got access to the original one back. It was just a mess. And now the, the people running the Facebook, I mean... Dry your eyes, uh, street stocks. Yeah, that. I mean, that's just <laughs> that's bad. Like, I, I know we made a joke about the choose zone thing, um, which Jason Bell didn't like, but it wasn't a you know. It worked. It worked. It got sponsored. <laughs> um, but anyway, you know, but to blatantly call out a f- whole division that just wanted to know if they were going to be able to race is poor taste in my yeah, mouth definitely especially blasting it on the internet and everything and especially some of the things that they've said on the internet i mean i know i'm pretty out there and everything with the stuff i say but this is a little bit different with the track saying it to the drivers and everything and i don't know i i hope citrus brings it around maybe this is just them trying something new or something and so but so, i hope they bring it around because it's a good track it has its moments. I mean, I know I said it was a little ghetto-fied and everything, but still, I've been there a few times, and the race, racing's good. There's yeah, always yeah. good It's a great racetrack, for sure. Good car count, good people there. So I hope it comes around. I would not – I don't want to see it go away. I am a little worried about what's going to happen with their next regular race. Like, When is their next regular race? Uh, I know they have three weeks off because of the fair, and then they start back up, so do they say, with their regular season. But the schedule keeps changing. Keeps getting mixed around. I seen um, something they don't have one late model race and one modified race or uh Oh, they canceled sportsman. all the SRL races are gone. Yeah. Um I think including that late model race, the full throttle. Mm. So they lost their marquee events are gone. The full throttle, that was that was a big, big deal. That was that was one Ty Majeski would come down and race that. Yeah, race, Bubba right? Pollard, all those guys. Yeah, yeah. Um so yeah, that's I don't know, man. I, I think the rest of the season with the new management, I think there's, I think it's a good reason why a lot of people have left Austin and, and Cameron, of course. Uh, Cameron's not running it anymore. Um, I hope Austin finds another home. To, he will. Yeah. He'll, he'll probably end up working on a dirt track closer to his house anyway. But mm. um, yeah, I think Citrus is going to be in for a little bit of a, a hurting this year. I hate to say it. I mean, I hope I'm wrong. I hope, I hope the drivers still go support it. But it seems like there's been a lot of shenanigans since the change happened, and I don't think it's been all that positive. So, I don't know. I'll have to wait and see. It'll be interesting when they have their first weekly show when they come back in a couple of weeks to see what the vibe is like because you know you're going to be hearing about it. Oh, definitely. I mean, so, the internet loves to uh, let everybody know what happens. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And that's all we've been hearing about is, uh, you know, all the bad decisions that are being made and everybody's blasting it. So, it's not just New Smyrna that's, uh, you know – we're not the only ones that get it when when a decision is made. People will let you know what they think. That's for sure. I, I the way I figured it out is, do Smyrna's like the preppy college. We're the preppy college kids <laughs> okay. of Florida and everything. And then like we kind of like I don't know. It's like the way I feel is when you go to New Smyrna, it's a different vibe. When you go to the yeah, other every tracks, track has its own vibe. Yeah, for sure. It's like 
Auburndale has Auburndale and Citrus are kind of the same. Citrus is a little bit tighter to me, but Auburndale has that wide open back area for the pits. I think it's a little bit different. So, and then there's stands at Auburndale. I like the stands at Auburndale because seems like you got a good view when you go up you on do. The top. Yep, and everything. Yep. Citrus kind of the fence gets in the way. It there's does. A, yeah, there's some spots where the fence is real bad. Like I love to sit in turn four. I love those stands over there. I love sitting in the corner, but it's hard to see through the fence. Mm-hmm. But now there's new lighting, so it's better. They, you know, that's the thing that kills me about Citrus. They put so much effort into revamping the facility over the last three, four, five years. For what? For what now, you know? Um, so, yeah, hopefully hopefully things settle down and we can get back to just going racing. Um, Volusia, of course, they're still doing their thing. They, they're just so... Um, oh, what was the word I used to describe when I was talking to EJ? They, they're, they're so corporate now you know, run by dirt car or whatever. You know, it's not Tom Whipple running it, uh, just a good old guy running a racetrack. It's like the, a corporation, um, which is fine and great facility. I know you're planning to go there this yeah, weekend, Yeah, I'm going to possibly go up there this Saturday just to um, – we got a day, a uh, weekend off, so I was like, uh, excuse me, I was going to go up there and watch – maybe watch the Reynolds put an in-car with them or something. Oh, there you go. So it, it's always good to go and get a little dirt in the – and your food and drink and everything, so why not? Absolutely. Um, so, yeah, uh, New Smyrna off this weekend with the quarter midget event going on, which will be a lot of fun. I'll be announcing those races. Um, I need to stop in in one of those eventually one of these days. I hey, always there, see them. It, we start at, like, 10 o'clock yeah. on Saturday. Stop by for a little while before you go to Volusia. Yeah. Just pop in. It's free. Just come. You can come and go. Mm-hmm. Pop in for a bit and hang out. And then yeah. uh, go to I'll Volusia. i swing up there because I'll probably end up be at the shop for a little while. And oh, there you then, go. Yeah, and then swing over there and say hi. Yeah, the, the New Smyrna event uh, this week in the infield is free. So come on out. Watch, watch the future of racing. And uh, I will say uh, I was a little skeptical for a little while with the pit concession food, but the new pit concession food kind of is pretty good. Is it, it good? Yeah, I know it's expensive. The shark. But, eh, I mean, it's, everything is. So Everything's expensive. The shark, the shark uh, bites was actually pretty good. It Interesting. Was shark. So they had shark bites. I'll have to try that out. I love shark. It's it's yeah. a weird thing, but it's it's good. It's yeah. good. Oh, I love all kinds of food. I'm a foodie, so if uh, it's got good food, because we got spoiled there for a little while with Todd's. Yeah, Todd's food was good. I love those yeah. wings. Those wangs. Wings and stuff. I know they got wings, but they're wings. They're not. They're not. They're wings. not Todd's wings. Yeah, they're. They're wings. not wings. They're, they're wings. wings. Gotcha. And stuff. So, <clears throat> I I think we should bring food trucks. I think that should be a rotating section of food trucks have three or four food trucks come they would probably make a killing it's not a bad idea there's a lot of ideas that we talk about all the time that we could probably do and make some awesome stuff so holly you should listen (laughs) (laughs) well um i think now is a good time to take a quick commercial break we'll come back we'll talk about uh, uh i know kenny's not big into nascar but there was plenty to talk about from the new revamped atlanta speedway this weekend so we'll come back from a quick break here and we'll talk about that. Then third segment of the show, we'll have our updated power rankings and some fantasy advice before we sign off. So stay tuned. Hey, everybody. I want to take a quick moment here and thank some of our great sponsors with the Racing with Ryan podcast, including one of our first, American Auto. They are located at 1523 South Dixie Freeway in New Smyrna Beach. You can get a hold of them at 386-428-1941 for tires and service. They've got you covered 100% of the time. For fast, dependable service, you can always count on American Auto. We also thank 124 Welding and Fabrication with Ron D'Alessandro. 
and his company for coming on board and supporting the show here. Uh, make sure you check out their Etsy store. Uh, go to Etsy.com and search 124 Welding and Fab. That'll come right up. You can see some of the great items that Ron has for sale. And of course, you can reach out to them if you want uh, some custom work done. They do all kinds of stuff. Welding and fabrication, obviously, but uh, great decorations and metalworking available for sale as well. At 124 Welding and Fabrication, check out the Etsy store. We also thank... Our good friends at Schultz Engineered Products and Schultz Racing Fuel Cells, one of our major sponsors here on the show. Um, they do, I, I mean, just high-quality work. If you want the best in safety, you get the best with Schultz. Um, they have been hiring if you're looking for a good place to work. I know a number of people now working over there. Um, get with get with Rob at uh, 732-922-4334. And uh, see what they're looking for. See what's available. If you like a great work environment and uh, get to work with some really cool things. If you like racing and um, you like hands-on work, this is definitely the place for you. And of course, make sure you get your Schultz Racing Fuel Cells. That way, in the case of an emergency, you know you're protected by the best. But check them out on the web, Schultz Racing Fuel Cells and Schultz Products. Also, we welcome our good friends at DeBerry Paint and Body for coming on board, one of our new major sponsors here on the Racing with Ryan podcast. Once you get your service done at American Auto, you know if you're involved in an incident, you need some body work done, make sure you take it to DeBerry Paint and Body. That's the only place I trust with my vehicle, so make sure you take them there. You can call them at 386-320-0267. They are located at 400 Chairman Court, Suite 200 in DeBerry, Florida, 32713 and they are open uh, Monday through Friday 9 to 6 and Saturdays before race day from 10 to 1 so make sure you get with them if you need any body work hey if your car's looking a little dull in the Florida sun they got you covered as well that is DeBerry Paint and Body we thank them for coming on board and we welcome a brand new sponsor for tax season here at the Racing with Ryan podcast got to make sure you get those taxes done and you want to make sure it's done by somebody who's going to do you right. We welcome SRQ Taxes. That is, of course, our good friend Steve Darling. Uh, they are a family-owned tax practice with offices located in Sarasota, Florida, but they can assist with taxes anywhere via their secure portal. Uh, you can give them a call at 941-840-1099, 941-840-1099, or for more information, you can visit srqtaxes.com. And again, if uh, somebody's going to be handling my money, I want to make sure it's it's somebody that I know and trust, and I know that Steve will take good care of you. So SRQ Taxes, thank you for coming on board and uh, being the official tax partner of the Racing with Ryan podcast. And hey, with all these sponsorships, yeah, we're going to need some taxes too. Uh, we also thank our good buddy Andy Morrison with Never Give Up Racing, a huge supporter of Florida Short Track Racing. He has some great picture frames that are available. Uh, he gave some of those out during the banquet back a couple of weeks ago, and he sent me some information on the Never Give Up Racing light-up picture frames. If you would like to get one, you can call Andy or text Andy at 407-675-1769. They are $35 a piece. They'll make a great addition to any man cave or even living room. So make sure you check those out. I know he's got hats and t-shirts available all the time as well. 
and he will be doing a lot to support, uh, especially Bomber A and B racing at New Smyrna, but Short Track Racing as a whole this coming season. Again, if you'd like to come on board, there's always opportunity, just $5 an episode. You name what you want to do, and we'll get it on the show. And we appreciate everybody for their support, past or present. And now, we'll let you get back to the show. All right, everybody, welcome back to the show. So, Kenny, uh, I, I know you kind of told me when you're on your way over here, you're kind of in and out on the NASCAR stuff this weekend, but um, I, I know you you followed along with the big story of the weekend. So I think we'll start there. Let's talk about Josh Williams. Um, <laughs> parking his car after he got parked by NASCAR for having a piece of tape fly off after being involved in a bit of an incident. They called it littering the track. Littering the track. And it is in the rule book that you can be penalized for this. Uh, shocked. Honestly, I'm shocked they parked him. I think that was a bit too far. Yeah, well, just like, uh, what was it, uh, DBC uh, said uh, that uh, they just caught his incident happened when NASCAR was on their wits in and everything. Yeah. They were, they done had how many cautions? Too many. Were, yeah, they were yep. running out of TV time. And he just happened to be the one that caught He was the, the scapegoat. Yeah. Yep. And stuff. I love his story on DBC where he was like, yeah, I was just sitting in the office for like four hours. Eating pizza. Yeah. Yep. See, I, I, that's what I like about Josh Williams. He's a blue collar guy. I mean, he races, he, he's raced here at 417. He's raced late models. He raced a legends car at, at Auburndale a few weeks ago. Didn't even know it. Um, they're trying to get him to come race the legends car this week because uh, the news has come down that he has been suspended one race uh, for his actions. Parking the car during the race on the front straightaway and walking away from it. And honestly, that to me is such a short tracker type of move that I think it just, that's, that's, it was in his roots to do something like that. Well, the one thing is, as I learned is, uh, if you want to do that, you got to get out of the car and say the steering stop. Yeah. Yeah. That's all, that's exactly. all you got to exactly. do. That's, that's, uh, that's going to be forever ingrained in my head. Just like when I spun out at world series, I probably could have kept going. I I kind of, I'll admit, I mean, I'm going to get penalized now. I just, hopefully NASCAR don't penalize me. <laughs> no, they won't. I mean, no. <laughs> but it's already yeah, happened. It's yeah, after the fact. Yeah. So, Statue of limitations. Yeah. So, but yeah, there's sometimes you got to stop and everything. And it's like, just say your car doesn't drive. You don't have, the, it wouldn't steer no more and get out and be like, all right. I really thought that he was doing the middle finger. When oh, I yeah. Thought, when just, I saw him, I thought Give him deuces. Middle, I was like, I like his story. He said that he waved at the uh, flag, flag man, man yeah. and the flag man was like, hi, my friend. <laughs> I hope they don't see me. Yeah. But no, I, I mean, obviously, I think the penalty, I'm glad they didn't fine him. Uh, Oh, they didn't find him? No, they didn't find him. They oh, just okay. suspended Danny him. Danny was going to pay him. I, pay I, I think that the suspension is warranted just because, I mean, that is a, you know, you want to talk about <clears throat> halting a race. You know, you have a guy walking across the track. You've got to then tow the car. You know, I, I don't think anybody should ever just stop their car and get out on track. I understand the point he was trying to make. Like, you're going to park me for this? Well, come get my shit then. Yeah. Um, so, like, I'm, I'm okay with the move, but I'm okay with the suspension too. And it's one race, race, one race, one race, and it's a road course. He wasn't going to do diddly squat yeah, in the road course. Be the so. Back of the field, if he's lucky, I think he, I think he said that uh, he has to have rookie stripes at this race. And then oh, jeez, yeah, because he's never, never raced, raced there. It. Yeah, he's never made a race, so he was going to have rookie stripes. He's like, now nah, I got to wait until twenty twenty four, and I'll have rookie stripes again. Well, there you go. So, I mean, definitely uh, not the not the move that anybody thought would happen this weekend. I, th I think a lot of people 
thought we'd be talking about the big wreck or somebody going upside down or something like that, but we're talking about a uh, blue-collar guy that said, well, you parked me, I, I parked. Um, he's going to make he's gonna make money off of this. Well, the, the, the sponsor is going to get more exposure out of him doing that than him running in the top 10. You yeah, know what I mean? Definitely. Uh, it would have been cool. Josh Williams in eighth today, good run, but now we're going to see that for years to come. I mean, that'll be in YouTube compilations for years to come, and that sponsor will get that residual those residual views and just now he's getting talked about more than anybody this weekend. So I'm not, I honestly, I've never heard of the guy until this weekend. Yeah. I mean, you know, he's a good old Florida local racer that yeah. never really made much of a, a, a mark. He's got a guy, nice mullet. He does. He does. He's only 29. Oh, man. He's way older than that. Um, not, not to say it wasn't a good racer, but he was, you know, he's, he's in there with the Mario Goslin and Alex LeBay and, uh, that, that group that's, been around Auburndale in New Smyrna. George Gorham raced for them uh, in in Martinsville a couple of years ago. Um, so yeah, just a part of the good old Florida boys, and uh, you know, making a name for himself one way or another out there. So it's pretty cool. Um, what did you think of the the racing overall this weekend? I know you kind of said that you kind of tuned in and out. wasn't really your thing. Uh, I mean, it had it had its moments and everything. It's just like it seemed like they just get strung out in that high groove. They just want to ride up there and every yeah. now and then you'd get your occasional guy that would go down low and make a, make a little bit of pass, but it just seemed, I don't know. Just, I, I think Atlanta was better before Do than you? it is. Yeah. I, I think now it's too, like they say, it's too narrow and you don't really have no double lane. I mean, you got, you got your high lane. And yeah, everything. the high lane was dominant, and I think that made a big difference this weekend. It was easier to hold the lead uh, than any of the other drafting-style tracks that Did we've seen. Did you see seen. Eric Jones at the end? He was able to make it work, wasn't he? He came storming up through there. You're right. He passed eight cars. Yeah. <laughs> you, you just you have to get the right push. You can't yeah. do anything on your own. You yeah. Like, making the, the wild slingshot move, you can't do it. You have to have, like, an unstoppable run. Like, Joey Logano had the fastest car, but the only reason he won that race is he got that push from Corey LaJoy down the front straightaway going into turn one and just made a veteran move and snookered Brad Keselowski. Um, but if you don't have a push and a fast race car, you're not going to pass. Um, and, I, and I think that's the big problem, especially with the cup cars. There's so much drag on those things. You pull out a line and it's like, boof. Yeah. You, you can't sustain the momentum to make a pass. You hit that wall of air and it's like a parachute instead of, you know, you can use the momentum before it dissipates. You can't do that anymore. Now you pull out, the momentum dissipates. So I think I, I think we got to tweak the drafting style package a little bit, the Daytona, the Talladega, Atlanta package, just a bit, just to get more those. More horsepower. Maybe a little more horsepower. Got to be able to do something more than just ride the high line for 400 miles. What did you think not, of the uh, new pit entryway? Uh, I was fine with it. Um, I'm surprised we didn't get more penalties. Yeah. Um, I kind of wish that they would have said, the, the pit road speed doesn't start until, you know, the traditional pit in, yeah. you know, but you can't, if you go down and do the commitment and you go above the line, like you go too fast on the apron, you go above the line, then you get a, a the equivalent of a speeding penalty. That's what I would have done. I miss the old days of no pit road. <laughs> just 150 <laughs> mile an hour, just <laughs> smashing into people. I don't miss that for safety's sake, but I see what you're saying. Yeah. No, that, that didn't bother me too much because it was the same for everybody. Yeah. When, when the when the rules change and it's the same for everybody, it's just kind of like, well, play by the rules. What about Ross Testain on uh, pit lane? <laughs> oh, <laughs> going through the grass? Yeah. That was cool. Um, <laughs> what, what 
he didn't he didn't touch Harvick. No. No. He didn't. Everybody was like going crazy about him. that. And it's like Ross Chastain doing Ross Chastain things. It's like he didn't touch him. If and if he did touch him, it wasn't even like a touch enough to make it was more Harvick was upset and he was going anyways and Chastain had that kept going. Yeah, there there was contact after Harvick was already gone. Yeah. You know, because so the momentum broke. I, I I became a fan of Ross. I will admit, after the watermelon wall, the, the wall at Martinsville, yeah, me too, me too. I, I always seen him always in the story and everything, and I was always a big Denny Hamlin fan, okay. and everything. And it's kind of interesting I, mix. <laughs> yeah, I kind of got, I've kind of grown out of being a Denny Hamlin fan, but I'll, I'm still a fan. Like I was a Mark Martin fan. That was okay, my, I was a Earnhardt fan just because my family, and then okay. I went to Mark Martin, and I like Ricky Rudd, and I just uh, kind of. Uh, migrated back to Mark Martin and then it was just Denny Hamlin because I liked the way that he drove and he seemed very aggressive and everything. And I'd like, I'd like to see him win a championship, but I don't think he's ever, I think his, the championship is his Achilles heel. Like yeah. Just like Mark was. Martin. Yeah. Yep. Um, so I, I, I take it you're not a fan of the, the plate style tracks, the drafting tracks. Are, are you more of a uh, traditional mile and a half, Type guy where you actually, actually the I love the plate out. tracks. I just I I like the plate tracks because you're gonna get the big one. Okay, I'll, I'll, okay. I'll admit I'm I like the wrecking. Me too. I Me love too. wrecking. I think I I don't want to see somebody getting hurt. No, no. But I want to see the wrecks make it keep you on the edge of your yeah, seat. And you're it like, mixes the you're race like, oh, up. when's it gonna happen? When's mm-hmm. it gonna happen? Especially when they're three wide and everything. Um, I used to love like uh, the short tracks, the mile and a half. Honestly, I don't really like like I don't like Las Vegas. I don't like. Make it too strung out. Chicago, or not Chicago? Yeah, Chicago. I didn't Kansas, really like this. Kansas, Texas, Kansas. All that. That's a like when me and my buddy talk about. We're always like, oh, it's line race. When they when they do just one line and it's just one line around the track and yeah. it's a conveyor belt. Yeah, I get bored with that. True. Bristol, I love Bristol. I mean, New Smyrna, it's a conveyor belt, especially when, can be. Yeah, when you got the super late models out there, it's just one line of. <laughs> boom and stuff so but i mean i love nascar in a in a its whole it's just there for a while it started getting where it's tried to be too political and trying to like say that i need to do this and everything yeah. it's just like football i got tired of watching football when you start pounding certain ideas into my head and sure i'm trying to watch a sporting event to escape reality right and i right. just want to watch a bunch of dudes get out there and beat each other up or a bunch of dudes race race cars i don't care what they think what they want to talk about what color they are what religion they are what uh sexual whatever just and just stuff. go race yeah i, yeah. Don't, I don't care about well, that's, your life I, I can totally understand where you're coming from and i've i've thankfully been able to tune that out i barely watch the pre-race stuff anymore i i nine times out of ten the race ends i turn it off i just I'll see it all on Twitter. I'll listen to my podcast. I'll hear all the stuff I need to hear. Um, so I can totally understand that. Um, definitely think that the style of racing that they've opted for at Atlanta with the drafting style, I don't know how sustainable it is because I, I watched highlights from the races last year versus this year. That track is already gray. Like it was jet black last year. It is gray now. Um, you could tell handling was coming into effect. I think the longer we go, if we keep this package, it's just going to get strung out and then you're really not going to be able to pass because everybody's just going to, it'll be like the old 550 package that they tried for a while when no one could do anything. So I don't know if they're going to have to like 
put a bunch of sticky stuff down to keep the grip up in the corners so that they can run wide open. I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. Um, but you might get the old Atlanta back before you know it. I mean, that'd be good to have that happen because uh, NASCAR needs the uh, boost. I mean, in some ways, it seems like there's a little lull in NASCAR with the package that they're running. Maybe they need to change it up a little bit. So I know it takes years for them to do a change up on anything in the car and they seem to be set in their ways. I know I've been seeing some talk about uh, Xfinity is going to switch over to the single lug and everything. That, yeah. I mean, what's your take on the whole single lug? doesn't bother me. It, it, it To me, it, I, I don't know. I guess you could say I'm a, more of a purist, but I love that sound. I don't this but whoop, whoop, and everything. And then you're still having lug nut problems, so it's not like it, it changed up any of that and everything. So, but. I mean, I, it, it's a change. It's different. Um, I thought for a while it was going to take pit stops out of the equation, but it really hasn't because everybody's just stepped up their game and they go a lot faster. I... No, it's not good for safety reasons, but I think it's very interesting when they don't get the lug on and the wheel comes off. Nine times out of ten, it's under caution, and we haven't had a major situation. Um, but I just feel like that is such a huge penalty that, like, it'll alter your race now. So, to me, it just it keeps it interesting enough to where it... At first, I didn't like the look of it. I thought it was too Formula One looking, but I'm used to it now. Same thing with the numbers. Like, I wasn't a huge fan of the push the number forward, but... I think the teams have done better with it this year. It's just a number. Um, I notice uh, some of our uh, competitors are uh, doing it at New Smyrna, moving the number forward. You got uh, well, that's Aaron been, Ford. That's been a common short track kind of thing. You put the numbers anywhere it fits in between the wheels yeah. for uh, forever. So, so, but uh, I mean, I I think they should bring back the whole engineer aspect of NASCAR where you let the people soup it up. This whole one entity of building product and everything. The I, single source. Yeah, I think they need to. Because NASCAR is, let's see how bad we can be, how powerful of a race car we can build. So it's like they just, I think they're trying to put a pigeon or like close it in too tight. Let, let them let's go back to 800 horsepower race cars i mean it's a race car i mean i want to see 800 horsepower going 250 miles an hour on so like you the, you want to see this the team's back in control yeah of this single source product spec car yeah, you're not a big this, fan I, of. I i hate this i mean it's like it's not it's uh, we've already proved that it's still it's not putting everybody on an equal playing field because we still who's still winning yeah, still the, the, the big, same it's people. still hendrick yeah. it's still penske yeah. it's still it didn't Gibbs. it didn't change any of that because it, they're it, still it gives those other teams more hope i guess but mm, they're still we're still seeing the same the top, mega teams yeah, are we, still you ain't on got one i mean who won joey logano again yep who penske. Won before uh kyle bush i yep. mean it's and all William the same byron people. yeah you know it's all yeah the same cars are the, the big teams are always going to figure it out. Last year was a bit of an anomaly because everybody was trying to figure it out with the same stuff at the same time. So I don't that, think we'll get 19 wins. No, I, I think we'll. I, I think it'll be 12 or 13. 12 or 13. I, I'll even say 10. I'm 10. Yeah. Well, I think there's there's enough good cars in the field, that, and there will be enough wild things that will happen. I mean, we're going to a road course this week. Somebody could sneak out a win there that you don't expect, A.J. Allmendinger, you know. What do you think of all these uh, Formula One and road course shoe-ins that they That's, call them it, i think they're coming in and gonna raise a car that they've never raced and gonna be a field filler i mean there'll be 
maybe 15th at best, yeah. you know, if they stay on good strategy. I think but, they're paying too much money to bring these guys over. I mean, yeah, you bring a Boris set over, maybe back the, the problem is none of this crossover stuff helps going forward. Well, they'll have a big moment, they'll get good viewership, and then the next week it all falls off because mm-hmm. it's not going to keep people having Kimi Raikkonen or Connor Daly in the field for one race isn't going to make those people keep watching. Yeah, no. They're going to go watch their boring-ass Formula One and... Formula One, I oh, love. I, I love Formula. It. I I like playing the video game of Formula One, but watching it, it's gonna be one car, and you never see them passing. I've never. I don't think I've ever seen a pass in Formula One. No, it's all strategy. Yeah. So <laughs> I. But hey, if that's your thing, that's your thing. But, um, going back to the actual Atlanta race here, uh, Joey Logano was the dominant car, won one of the stages, led the most laps, led a hundred and forty laps of two sixty. At a plate style track, which, d- drafting style track, which is pretty, pretty good. I thought Brad Kozlowski was going to win the race. Didn't get the block on Logano. Logano wins it, first one of the year for the defending champion. Brad Kozlowski credited with second. Christopher Bell third. Corey LaJoy fourth. And if you listen to the fantasy part of the show, I said don't sleep on Corey LaJoy, and I picked him, put him on my team, and I got a fourth place finish out of a guy who runs like thirtieth. So that was pretty good. <laughs> Uh, Tyler Reddick, fifth, Denny Hamlin, Ryan Blaney, Eric Jones, Ty Gibbs, and Kyle Bush. The top 10. Eric um, Jones would have been in like 17th place. Right, if it right. For that last. He, he actually figured out how to pass on the last lap there. Um, your stage winners were Logano and Cindric. Um, Let's see. Only five yellow flags, I believe. Yes, five cautions. The one big wreck with Harvick when when... Looks like Ross just packed the air underneath him, got him loose going into the corner. That seems to be the thing with these cars. If you get up and put your bumper anywhere, it's just I, – I don't think the way that they have the, the – what is the diffuser? Yeah. I think when somebody pushes the air up from the back car – pushes i think that diffuser lifts the car up i think every, i think it's that's it's almost like yeah it's, it's jacking you up and it's lifting you up just and, pack the yeah. air and and those cars are already on the edge as the track's losing grip and harvick went around and caused the big wreck i mean you're gonna get that style of crash at a track like that so um so the race the race had its big one it had its its wrecks you know i had the wreck with almarola and larson um so it had its moments um i don't think it was quite as exciting as last year but i didn't hate it um, only 20 lead changes though. Last year, I think these races had like in the forties. So where did, uh, cause I know a bunch of, uh, crew chiefs were, uh, suspended. Oh, where'd those, those four the, guys? The Hendrick cars. Yes. Let's see. They finished. Let, let me find them. Um, Alex Bowman, 14th. Josh Berry, 18th after getting in a crash. Josh Berry is in the nine car, yes. right? Mm-hmm. Yes. So that's a good car. Um, Kyle Larson crashed. He finished 31st and William Byron crashed, finishing 32nd. So, mm, so how I many, then they, they still are there. They're still in the, in like figuring out what their suspension or are they actually suspended? Uh, four races. So, okay. uh, they've, the Hendrick guys chose not to defer their suspension. So if there's an appeal, mm. just yeah, depends on when the appeal happens. About that. Yeah, yeah. So they're just going to be like, yeah, we're already out of the race and everything. So, so we'll, we'll wait and see what happens there. Um, truck race was just okay. Won by Christian X in the 19. The Xfinity race was pretty bad. A lot of crashes. The Josh Williams thing that we talked about earlier. Um, Austin Hill has won three of five races. He's off to a good start there. Um, I did score this race, um, uh, as I normally do. And uh, honestly, I didn't, I didn't hate this race. So I gave the racing a seven. Um, the, uh, the excitement. 
overall, I gave an, an eight. The finish, I gave a nine. I, I love a close race. I love a last lap pass, so I gave it a nine. I don't like Joey Logano, so I can't. I would give so it a knock one. Knock it down. Knock yeah. it down a peg. Um, lead changes, it gets a five. And then um, uh, enjoyment, uh, that, that I factor in, you know, the race winner. I like Joey Logano. Um, I enjoyed the race. I did start start it late, so I was able to fast forward through a lot of the commercials and the boring second stage. So um, my enjoyment is an eight, so maybe it's a bit skewed. But overall, the race gets a 7.4, not quite as high as last year. Only getting a five on lead changes definitely hurts it. But uh, second highest score of the season so far gives us a 6.67% um, overall on the scores so far. So that's where we are. With NASCAR... Where did Justin Haley finish? Justin Haley. He was the other penalized car, correct? Yes. Um, he finished 22nd. I wonder how many negative points he still has. Uh, he is still negative a handful. <laughs> I did I did see that. I don't know the exact number, but he's still negative. He got caught up in the Kyle Larson crash. Oh, man. Um, he was, a, he was he's in the wrong place, wrong We time. still have more points than he We does. do. This podcast is doing better in points without hitting the track than Justin Haley. <laughs> so... Um, Going to Coda, the first road course race. I'm excited for Coda. I like that racetrack. I love the sharp corners. Uh, last year's finish was awesome. That was with the three guys bouncing off each other. Ross Chastain got his first win. Doesn't it have a hairpin? The last a couple corner, of them. The couple of hairpins. Is the last corner a hairpin? The first one is. Like the eighth one is. The last one's kind of crazy. Yeah, okay. it's a, it's it's an F1 track designed oh, okay. for F1 yeah. that they race on yeah, with okay. cup cars. Yeah, definitely. I mean. My one thing about NASCAR is when it's on Fox or NBC, mm -hmm. I get to watch it because I don't have cable. So the rest of the other races, but oh, gotcha. now I've been listening to the Junior Podcast sure. and DBC or what is it? DBC? Yep, Door yeah. Clear. Yep. Yeah, I've been listening to that. It kind of keeps me in the realm of what's going on in racing and everything. I grew up with NASCAR. It's not that I don't like it. It's just I kind of got out of it when it seemed like it wasn't about the racing. It was more True. about the, the stories. Yeah. And the, yeah. So. Well, fair enough. Um, I, I'm looking forward to this race. I, I enjoy the road courses. I don't think we need any more of them on the schedule. Um, but the new package that they tried at Phoenix is also going to happen at the road course, so less downforce. Hopefully it makes the racing better. We'll see. Um, should be enjoyable. I have my five fantasy picks and a wild card coming up for you on the other side. Uh, but when we do return, we'll go over the power rankings, Kenny, and you can kind of chime in on that. We'll make the third segment pretty quick here uh, as we don't have anything around the state because we covered Auburndale at the beginning. So um, that is coming up here after we take a quick commercial break. Hey, everybody. I want to take a quick moment here and thank some of our great sponsors with the Racing with Ryan podcast, including one of our first, American Auto they are located at 1523 South Dixie Freeway in New Smyrna Beach. You can get a hold of them at 386-428-1941 for tires and service. They've got you covered 100% of the time for fast, dependable service. You can always count on American Auto. We also thank 124 Welding and Fabrication with Ron D'Alessandro and his company for coming on board and supporting the show here. Uh, make sure you check out their Etsy store. Uh, go to Etsy.com and search 124 Welding and Fab. That'll come right up. You can see some of the great items that Ron has for sale. And, of course, you can reach out to them if you want uh, some custom work done. They do all kinds of stuff, welding and fabrication, obviously, but uh, great decorations and metalworking available for sale as well. At 124 Welding and Fabrication, check out the Etsy store. We also thank... 
our good friends at Schultz Engineered Products and Schultz Racing Fuel Cells, one of our major sponsors here on the show. Um, they do, I, I mean, just high quality work. If you want the best in safety, you get the best with Schultz. Um, they have been hiring if you're looking for a good place to work. I know a number of people now working over there. Um, get with get with Rob at uh, 732-922-4334. And uh, see what they're looking for. See what's available. If you like a great work environment and uh, get to work with some really cool things. If you like racing and um, you like hands-on work, this is definitely the place for you. And of course, make sure you get your Schultz Racing Fuel Cells. That way, in the case of an emergency, you know you're protected by the best. But check them out on the web, Schultz Racing Fuel Cells and Schultz Products. Also, we welcome our good friends at DeBerry Paint and Body for coming on board, one of our new major sponsors here on the Racing with Ryan podcast. Once you get your service done at American Auto, you know, if you're involved in an incident, you need some body work done, make sure you take it to DeBerry Paint and Body. That's the only place I trust with my vehicle. So make sure you take them there. You can call them at 386-320-0267. They are located at 400 Chairman Court, Suite 200 in DeBerry, Florida, 32713 and they are open uh, Monday through Friday 9 to 6 and Saturdays before race day from 10 to 1 so make sure you get with them if you need any body work hey if your car is looking a little dull in the Florida sun they got you covered as well that is DeBerry Paint and Body we thank them for coming on board and we welcome a brand new sponsor for tax season here at the Racing with Ryan podcast got to make sure you get those taxes done and you want to make sure it's done by somebody who's going to do you right. We welcome SRQ Taxes. That is, of course, our good friend Steve Darling. Uh, they are a family-owned tax practice with offices located in Sarasota, Florida, but they can assist with taxes anywhere via their secure portal. Uh, you can give them a call at 941-840-1099, 941-840-1099, or for more information, you can visit srqtaxes.com. And again, if uh, somebody's going to be handling my money, I want to make sure it's it's somebody that I know and trust, and I know that Steve will take good care of you. So SRQ Taxes, thank you for coming on board and uh, being the official tax partner of the Racing with Ryan podcast. And hey, with all these sponsorships, yeah, we're going to need some taxes too. Uh, we also thank our good buddy Andy Morrison with Never Give Up Racing, a huge supporter of Florida Short Track Racing. He has some great picture frames that are available. Uh, he gave some of those out during the banquet back a couple of weeks ago, and he sent me some information on the Never Give Up Racing light-up picture frames. If you would like to get one, you can call Andy or text Andy at 407-675-1769. They are $35 a piece. They'll make a great addition to any man cave or even living room. So make sure you check those out. I know he's got hats and t-shirts available all the time as well. And he will be doing a lot to support, uh, especially Bomber A and B racing at New Smyrna, but Short Track Racing as a whole this coming season. Again, if you'd like to come on board, there's always opportunity, just $5 an episode. You name what you want to do and we'll get it on the show. And we appreciate everybody for their support, past or present. And now... We'll let you get back to the show. All right, everybody, welcome back to the show. Quick final segment here before we let you go. We do have updated power rankings from around Florida, 
And we're going to start there. And Kenny, um, I sent you the list earlier uh, for you to look over. And if you think I have somebody in the wrong spot, um, let me know. There's not much change up top, but uh, there are some new names to add to the list. In 12th, I had to put James Wright. A couple of pure stock wins over at Auburndale in a row. Won the 50-lapper. Um, just one of those guys that when you see him at Auburndale, you know he's going to be up at the front. He's kind of made Auburndale his stomping ground. So I feel like with the win, he deserved to be in the 12th place, uh, but hasn't run all the races, so I couldn't move him any higher. I'll agree with that one. I'm I'm happy with that decision. Like you said, there are a couple on here I would think should be a little lower. So. But. All right. Well, when we get to those, please chi- chime in. I think yeah. I already know who one of them is. Um, <laughs> Tim Sozio, I've still got him in 11th. No change there, as he's just been strong teammate to Daniel Webster in the sportsman class. Uh, but they did not run this week, so no movement there. Uh, Dustin Higdon, still have him in 10th. Um, I feel like he's going to be a mainstay on this list, especially if he's going to run Bomber A and Bomber B. Uh, might do some dirt racing too. Yeah, it um, seems he, he's if he's in the four cylinder bomber, it seems like he's hard to beat out yeah. there. So, and I mean, unless we get uh, Steven to come back out there, I think Dustin's going to be one that's going to be hard to beat this year. I think so. So that'll probably keep him. That'll probably keep him up. You know, inside the top eight, he'll probably move up a little bit as we get through the season. New Smarters only had the one race, so it's hard to. Kind of slot these guys in. Um, they got Adam, a big forty race, forty lapper to their next race. Yeah, they do. I'm I'm looking forward to that. That yes. should be fun. Um, four cylinder uh, mania coming up with the mod mini fifty and bomber a forty. Um, in ninth, I still have Adam Briggs in the sportsman. Uh, maybe a driver I could have moved down a few pegs, but he's just so good. It's hard to it's hard to get him out of the top ten right now. Uh, making an appearance for the first time. I feel like I've overlooked this driver doing these power rankings so far. But Jeffrey White. Uh, with a win in the A mod, second in the late model, and a good season over there at Auburndale, he has uh, moved up. Into and the you can position. also throw in the E mod. I mean, if he races oh, an yeah. E mod, he's yeah. gonna he's gonna be a top contender car. He's only had the one E mod race, didn't go so well. So I'm kind of gonna scratch that one out for now. Yeah. But I have Jeffrey White in the eighth spot. In seventh, I have Brad May still riding from the pro late model victory. Um, I, I'm looking at it now, and I'm I'm wondering if maybe that's one of the drivers you think that should be lower. Uh, I I think. I mean, it seems like I love Brad May at our track and everything. He's hard to beat at our track, but it seems like if he goes to Five Flags, he's just not making a, the show. Yeah, and true stuff. So it's like one track wonder. Yeah, he's kind a of one thing. track wonder. I mean, there's a, there's another guy on this list that I feel like that too. Oh, so okay, I I see, yes. I see it. I think. <laughs> um, so seventh for Brad May. Still, we'll see if that fluctuates in his next race. Jeff Schofield in sixth. Uh, a couple of second-place runs at Auburndale two weeks ago, winner at Showtime a week ago. Um, can still get it done. I mean, he might be an old man and a little bit bigger than he wants to be, but he can still get it done. Oh, definitely. I mean, like you said, he he was the bull, and TJ DeCare kind of uh, locked horns with him, and yep. they have a little nice little rivalry go- going and everything, so it's always good. And I've always been a fan of Jeff and everything, and I think, that he's well deserved on this list with a late model. I mean, you can even say if he gets in a sportsman, sometimes he's good, but it seems like he's kind of letting his son take that reins. That's what it does appear to be. Um, and then one spot ahead of him is TJ DeCare. Again, second place or third place actually at Armadale in a five car pro late model race, but the bounce back from the big wreck, you could tell it was the same car because um, there was no decals on it. Yeah. So they rebodied that car. And put it back together. 
came out, finished third. Um, I, I don't know. I feel like sometimes you got to look at what happens behind the scenes when you do these rankings a little bit. So I have him in the fifth position. And fourth, I still have Sean Bass. I just haven't been able to... He's been so dominant. He's untouchable since about the middle of last season when they brought that 112 car out. Um, I just, I haven't been able to move him down the list. I mean, I, yeah, he's untouchable at New Smyrna, but where else is he untouchable? I've, I've never heard of him except for racing at New Smyrna. So I uh, he, he's transitioned more into working on cars and now just kind of drives this one. Cause Timmy, you know, yeah. gave him the wheel, which I understand. Um, I would love to see like when they were supposed to race the big mod mini race that they did at uh freedom factory, yeah. I believe I, he was supposed to go race that and everything. And I, I even said, you got the fastest mod mini in the state of Florida. And I, I'll, I believe that, I mean, he proved it. We had the two car, which was the, to me, I thought was a very good contender and the one twelve drove away from him. So it's like, so I, I think he should be a little bit lower on the list, but it, he should be on the list because he is dominant, but I where would we'll, you put him uh, on this list? Yeah. Here, I would Probably put him 12th. But you put him 12th? Yeah. Now, if he comes and wins the next Mod Mini race at New Smyrna in a couple weeks, would you put him back up? Still 12th. Still 12th. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. Um, in third, I saw Brandon Morris, uh, sportsman driver, winner he of an SL, a, SRL race. Unbeatable. Yeah, he's so good at Auburndale, good mm -hmm. at on the SRL tour. He'll be up at the – they're traveling out of state to what? South Mobile. Alabama? Mobile. Thank yep. you. Yep. Um Going to be interesting to see what he does on not one of the tracks he's so familiar with. But I'm I, excited to see something about that race and everything because I, I like that a series like that is going to branch out to another sure. state and everything because it would be awesome to have super stocks or trucks or something like that. I mean, it, it, it doesn't hurt to go other places. Exactly. And there's some 24 cars already signed up for that race, so it'll be a good show up there. And I'm very interested to see how it goes. But uh, Morris still hanging on to third. Still have Daniel Webster second. He's been very impressive. And then Cody Stickler, I yeah, can't take you, him off yeah, the top. Yeah. Yeah. If it's a late model, it's a modified. I mean, look what he did when he came down to New Smyrna. Yeah. But until he got wrecked. Yep. Oh, he's going to win every single one of those races, yeah. but those delicate parts on the Oh, yeah, you just on blow, on, you blow on a modified these days. Yep. They just crumble and stuff. So, And Daniel Webster, I see him all the time. That car is very the old Wrangler looking yep. paint scheme. So yep. it, I've always seen him around Florida. So I I think the rankings are good. There's a couple of little tweaks here and there, but oh yeah, you could bump this guy up one, bump this guy down one or two. But uh, interesting uh, commentary on Sean Bass there. Just now, if he had gone to other tracks and been whooping people at other tracks, you, you would oh, you justify I would definitely, his? Spot? I would say I would say that he sh he should be at. In definitely a higher spot and everything, but just from what I've seen, I've only seen him race one couple races. I mean, I was hoping that the the what is it, Tyler Simpson was going to come out. And oh yeah, it seems like he's missing. They're struggling. Yeah, so I they have know. not been able to figure that car out, which is yeah. too bad because he's a damn good driver. Yeah, so. we used to call him the Dominator for a while, and and Volpius hated that. So um, <laughs> we know you and your Volpius. Well, look, man, it's that's all water under the bridge as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> uh, it's you know, we we do commentary on the show. You don't have to like it. Um, so let's quickly go over the NASCAR power rankings. Um, some movement here. Um, only one driver into the top 15 after Atlanta. I dropped one driver out, and it was Bubba Wallace, uh, wrecked early. Uh, he's no longer in the top 15. Um, what happened there? He just spun out all by himself. <laughs> he just lost it. 
<laughs> early on, finished like 30th. So that sucks for him. But yeah. anytime Bubba has something good going, something bad happens. So uh, I can tell you're not a Bubba fan of the way you smirk over there. Yeah, no, nah, not really. I mean, Fair enough. I just, and, and it all goes back to what we talked about yeah. in the last segment. I yeah. get it. Um, <laughs> um, so in 15th, still have Ricky Stenhouse. I expected to drop Ricky out of this list by week three. He's still 12th in points. Having a solid season, he's not contended for wins since Daytona, but I, I can't drop him out of the top 15 yet. Corey LaJoy, after a fourth-place run, still having 14th. He is currently qualified for the NASCAR playoffs via points mm. after five races, which for that team, Spire Motorsports, they're not good, man. But Corey LaJoy is doing a hell of a job. So he remains 14th on our list. Um, is the seats the LaJoy seats? Yes, Are those that's his, seats? his dad, Randy oh, LaJoy. Okay. Yep. Cause I see him all the time yep. for sale out there. And Randy everything. LaJoy was a predominant racer up in the Northeast when I was a young kid. He, he was just starting to move on from local racing when I was born. They're modified, mostly modified. Yeah, late, late, late models. Oh, okay. He'd race up at Thunder Road and, and all those places that I'm familiar with. So the, the old Bushy series, that's where he kind of got to start. But a, as I was a kid, he was just getting out of that, going into Bush Grand National, into Cup, and all that stuff. So, But, yes, that's the LaJoyce. Oh, okay. Um, Ryan Blaney, 13th. Really expected him to be a force and be one of the contenders. He was up front in Atlanta, uh, but also going into Coda. He's not a good road course racer, so I have him 13th. Uh, 12th, I have Martin Truex Jr., I think Martin Truex Jr. is definitely in the twilight of his career. Um, yeah, I, th- I don't think – I think he's just going to be a field filler, and I think this might be his in- the end. I, th- I, don't, I think he thought he had a chance last year. That's why he stayed around, but yeah. I think this is it for him. He, I, I think he, he don't could, look happy. I think he could <laughs> eke out another win, you know, maybe have some things. Everything went wrong for he's, him last year. He's so going to get lucky and get and a get win one more. I think that. he gets at least one more, yeah. but I think you're right. This is probably his last season. So I've got him 12th. Got Denny Hamlin, 11th. Um, just not seeing... Denny the, needs to focus on racing, I think. I think he's... Too many other ventures going yeah, on? Yeah, I think I think the whole 23-11 thing is straining, well, pulling I'll, him a little thin. I'll challenge you on that because he's got something to look forward to after he stops driving, just like Brad Keselowski. So I, I think it's a I think it's a fine move, but I, I, he does have a lot on his plate. So maybe that is hindering his performance and a little then, bit. Uh, and then again, maybe Gibbs Racing's like, oh, well, he's doing his thing. We're not going to give him the good car. And it could be. Yeah. I mean, you would think they would just give Ty Gibbs everything, but he can barely keep the car pointed straight. So, <laughs> um, in tenth, I've got Brad Keselowski. Almost won this race. Um, he's the only driver to have led every Cup Series race this year. Um, in the top five in points. So having a really good season. So I think 10th is, is very justified for him. He's doing better than he did in the late model. Yeah. Oh yeah. Thunder road. Oof. That was bad. (laughs) And doing way better than last year. Yeah. Um, Alex Bowman, even with a hundred point penalty, 20th in points, I have him ninth going into Coda, uh, the road course race where he almost won last year. He, uh, Ross Chastain and AJ Allmendinger were battling. Bowman took the lead going into the final corner. Chastain dumped both the 16 and the 48 out of the way. Is, Bowman's had speed, and he did well here last year, so I've got him ninth. Is uh, Jimmy Johnson, does he race the other car, team car, or is he just a race? Jimmy Johnson is in a team car to the 43 and 42, oh, okay. the Legacy oh, okay. Motorsports, think, Richard Petty. I was thinking he yep. was in uh, the team car of them. Okay. No. Okay. Uh, he's in his own, own dealio. He's coming back for Coda. He will be back for Coda, yes. Um, Christopher Bell, I have him eighth. He had a third-place run. He won a road course race at the Roval last year. Seems to be the best Toyota 
so far this year. He's eighth. I think, I think he's the he's the one that races sprint cars, don't he? Yes. Dirt? Yeah, I've seen mm-hmm. him race Evolution. Yep. Uh, Daniel Suarez, I have him seventh. Again, um, he's been strong, crashed out at Atlanta while running inside the top ten, so that was just bad luck. Um, had a solid season. I just I like him on road courses. That's why I have him still in seventh. Kevin Harvick in sixth, falling down after getting crashed out at Atlanta, leading the race when he Not spun. Not by Ross Chain. No, just victim of of <laughs> racing. Uh, so Harvick down to sixth. William Byron down to fifth after crashing out. Ross Chastain fourth. Um, after the incident with Harvick, it just he never really got back up there. Um, lost track position, finished thirteenth. Um, he's been good this year, but he's not been close enough to win in any races. So he sits fourth. I have Kyle Busch third going into the road course. I feel like the eight team was real strong on road courses last year. And I think Kyle Busch is going to win a couple of these. So I've got him sitting third going into Coda. I have Kyle Larson second, bad luck at Atlanta, but good on road courses. So again, I always factor into the, the next week into the power rankings and Joey Logano coming off the win, uh, Definitely the strongest Ford. I He's have got him. the strongest new hair, too. No, no kidding. <laughs> uh, it, it's almost too good. Uh, <laughs> it's distracting. Um, but no, I have him atop the, the power rankings. He is the point leader, defending champion, race winner. Um, do I think he's going to win Coda? Probably not, but I definitely could see him get in the top five. So. I hope he don't win the championship. Well, he's got as good a chance as anybody else who's won a race <laughs> at this point. So, um, yeah, would you disagree with any of those? Do you have any... I know you. You know the NASCAR stuff's not your yeah. your big deal, but I mean, I'm happy with that. I mean, I kind of I think Joey Logano. I wouldn't put him as one number one just for the fact that I don't like him. So no, well, that's that's. I try to keep the bias out of it, but yeah, I understand. <laughs> it's hard. It's hard when I I just we call him uh, Joey Longface in our our crew. All right. So, All right. And, uh, but yeah, so who, who would be your number one going into the road course race coming up? Who would you put number one on that list? There, Kyle Busch. Kyle Busch. Fair yeah. enough. I just think see that. I think Kyle Busch is due, and I think this is going to be like like they say with Earnhardt and everything. This is his resurgence. I think yeah. we're going to see. He's, eventually, they're going to get it clicking. My my only issue with him is he's been a little inconsistent. You know, almost one Daytona, one California, and then he's kind of fallen off. But it's early in the season. And we'll see. And again, that eight car's been good on road courses, so that could very well happen. Um, let me pull up the fantasy league results from last week. Um, Atlanta, a, a tough one to a tough one to pick. So let's see how everybody did. I I have not I have not taken a peek at this. Let me actually refresh this page. Bear with me here. Let me look at the. Uh, oh no, go up! Darn it. Let me see how everybody did. Atlanta. Uh oh. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Let me check the standings overall. Here we go, Atlanta. All right, so winning this weekend at Atlanta. That's not my league. (laughs) You know, I pulled all this stuff up, but because it was sitting idle for a while, it signed me out. Yeah, I did one football fantasy for four years, and I won three of the four years. So then you just, you, you, you had enough, huh? I just got I stopped watching football. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> and now this damn thing will let me log in. Ryan and his technology. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I try to be prepared and this is what I get. <laughs> is that it? 
Let me see if it'll let me here. Sign in, please. <laughs> and then it's going to say that's not the right password, and then you got to put a new password in. And right. It's like you can't use the password you used before. Now, like, let me see if I can pull it up on my phone. <laughs> oh, live podcasting, folks. Yes. Do, 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 do. Dead silence. Yeah, it's real good. Real good audio <laughs> on the last segment of the show that I know is everybody's favorite. All right, RKS Racing. Let me look at the standings, overall standings. Atlanta Motor Speedway. Give me my league, please. Here we go. All right, so who won Atlanta in the Race with Ryan podcast league? It was John Gross. John Gross, Bomber 93, with 216 points over Staffordshire Motorsports with 198. Buzz Calkins was third. Steve Darling with another good fantasy week was fourth. Eight ball racing fifth. I was sixth. Uh, old Timmy, Big Timpin, he was seventh. Cushy Penguin, eighth. Hunter Young, ninth. Tied with Richie Petty there for tenth. Not a good weekend for the Pit Penguin, who I believe was leading the standings coming in. That's Steven, right? That's Steven, yeah. yes. So the overall standings now after Atlanta. Steve Darling with 970 points leading Staffordshire Motorsports by 63 points. I am third in the standings with 925. Pit Penguin down to fourth. With 896 and rounding out the top five overall is John Gross after the win in Atlanta. So that is the top five of the 15 people in the league. Um, make sure you all make your fantasy picks for this weekend at the road course. And I have a little bit of advice for everybody. The five drivers that I would say you definitely should consider putting in your lineup include Kyle Busch, who Kenny would say would be number one going into the, the week. Uh, Ross Chastain, winner at Coda a year ago. Alex Bowman, we talked about him a little bit, almost won uh, last year. So I've got him on my list. Uh, AJ Allmendinger, can't count him out. He's good at the road courses. Almost won this race too last year in that thrilling finish. And then Christopher Bell. Um, again, the strongest Toyota, won at the Roval. Uh, I think he's due for a good run, so I would definitely consider him. And then the wild card, i got to put Daniel Suarez who won at Sonoma, which is a track very similar. It's a tight hairpin-style road course. Um, so I feel like Daniel will probably be a good pick. Um, you might reach and pick a Kimi Raikkonen. You might think about Jimmy Johnson, but I don't know if you can swing too hard on those guys. No, nah, I wouldn't. I mean, I would say if I was to pick where Kimi Raikkonen would finish, not finish. You think he's going to DNF? Yes. Okay. I think he's going to find out that these cars are not formula one cars well that is definitely true uh, i think it's gonna be an interesting race a lot of uh, we were talking about it earlier, earlier with the international flair um you got a bunch of people coming in um should be fun definitely looking forward to the race um I, like i said i like coda uh, it's definitely one of my favorite of the road courses that we go to right now so looking forward to it we'll see how it plays out um it's been an interesting year not as good as last year but um, we'll see what happens here this weekend. Um, before we get out of here, Kenny, I, I, I think you're, uh, you're planning to go over to Volusia this weekend. What are they doing over there? Uh, Volusia, they have, they call it the money start of the money or something. I guess this is there where their championship points start. So I'm going to go over there. I know that I think they got the 602s, the 604s, the street stocks. Do you know what they call their street stocks? The LKQ pick your part street stocks. Do they? Yeah, All so right. They picked up, they picked up them, their sponsor. And then you got your thunder socks, which are our super stocks, mm -hmm. I guess on dirt so i'm thinking of going over there it's mainly just a matter of if 
my shop says, uh, go over there. We worked on your car enough. So, and then I know you're doing the quarter midget thing yep. and then be there all day. Yeah. You got Auburndale racing. Who else is racing this week? Showtime. Showtime. Showtime's back in action. Auburndale's um, got the super late model. I know they got a twin 50. Those are always fun. Yeah. Yep. That'll be a good show. Uh, Citrus is off for the fair. Don't know what Freedom Factory's got going on. Um, I'm sure some of the other dirt tracks are in action. Um, you will be in action shortly. You're going to be running the the Bomber Bees. At, uh, yeah, yeah, definitely. The next race, I got uh, Crown Vic, as I call it, the turtle. It looks like a turtle to me and everything. So we're in the last parts of it. We just got to put a gear in it and get some tires on it, and we'll be out there racing. I'm, I'm definitely, unless things fall apart from now until April 15th is our next race, I'll be out there for the 30-lapper and see what we can do out there and yeah. The, the rain out worked in your favor too. Oh, definitely. So I mean, yeah, everybody. I was I was, I was actually right. calling for rain. I was doing the rain <laughs> dance and everything. So it happens, but it worked out. I, the only thing I missed out is getting some pictures of some sportsmen and stuff. I did actually go to the track earlier in the day and saw some pro trucks out there practicing and everything. Uh, we got uh, thirty one. I don't know. Do you know who Rodney that Haddock? Okay. Yep. Rodney was out there. Richard Levance, the 99 was out there. The Bromleys were out there. The I think. Bromleys were out there. And yep. then there was a 25, a white 25 was out there. Hmm. That I, unless it's Taylor Watson. Yeah. It, the number was like that big. Huh. Yeah. It was all white truck. Interesting. And, That's yeah, a new one then. Yeah. And then uh, the Bromleys had their bombers out there and everything. So, but I think it'll be a good, uh, fun time to be out there racing. Yep. And that's coming up in. About a month, three weeks to a month. April 15th. April be, 15th. Yeah, Tax day. Yeah, All right. Yeah, April 15th will be my, hopefully my race. And then you got the next, not this weekend, but the following weekend is the uh, Bomber 40. So yep. Bomber A40. So again, New Smyrna off this weekend for the quarter midget event, the Dixie Shootout Series, uh, which is a great event. Pop by if you're in the area, if you want something it's to do free. for free. Yep. Yeah. Just pop on in the infield and, and watch for a while. You can come and go. Yeah. Um, And then we have... Uh, what I'm going to call four-cylinder mania when I start doing some marketing for it here. Uh, Mod Mini 50 Race 3 in their six-pack series, Bomber A40, plus we have E-Mods and 602s. Then a week off for Easter. We're not doing the Bad Bunny this year. Thank goodness. Um, I wanted to, We've never gotten to see... Do you even have the bunny suit anymore? Uh, I believe it got rained on and I threw it away. So, um, And then... So after that week off, then we do have the Bomber 30. Um, then, we, then we pick it back up. Then we'll get that momentum going. Yeah, so... Yeah, yeah. And I know if anybody's listening, they want to know about the Dom Memorial race. It's still a planned go and everything, and it's just I think they're going to switch until the next twenty lapper. Right, the next which, regular feature. The regular feature. We'll add that extra lap. The next the race money. we have is a thirty lapper. So if you're still wanting to uh, donate and everything, and I'm I'm pretty positive that most of the money is going to go to the better cause. And so if you want to get with that, get with Dustin Higdon or you can message me and we'll get you together and figure it out. And I'm just excited to get back to full on racing and not miss any days. Hopefully it don't rain us out. No more rainouts. Yeah. Had enough already. So and, uh, like I, I I don't remember did it rain out any of the first couple weeks last year. I don't think we No, last year we got like the first like month and a half of the season in before we started getting rain outs. And then we got rained out every week, it seemed like yeah. for a while. And then we got hurricane out. So oh. what I'm gonna say to everybody is race as much as you can while you can. Or before anything weird happens, because weird shit's been happening at all these tracks, and it ain't just weather-related. I'm so glad just, we don't take the summer off. Me too. I am so me too. Glad we don't I, I'd rather try and get 
you know, every I'll go other out weekend. there and sweat. Yeah, just to race if I have to, because I, I sometimes yeah I see these tracks. They're like, why are you not racing? Yeah, well, I mean, to each their own. Yeah. Uh, everybody's got their own thing they're doing, but uh, yeah, man, looking forward to it. Um, we'll be back next week. We'll recap everything that we can. Speedway video going to be over at Auburndale, so we can go over that. Um, who knows? Maybe talk some Volusia, talk some NASCAR. We'll do. We'll do the show. Yep. The show will happen. So. Yes. Fun stuff. I appreciate the uh, opportunity to come on here and chat. It's first time being alive. I know I've called in a few times and yeah. I'll listen back and it's like you hear the audio yeah. and everything. So now it'll be all crisp and clear. And the kid was quiet. And yeah, she's just everything. been I hear her going to town with the, with the toys and they're having a good time. But yeah. no, I'm glad she was able to let us do this. And thank you for making the trip down here. Yeah, I know no, it's, it's, it's getting kind of late, yeah, but appreciate you. 5 a.m. in the morning comes quick. Oh, well. <laughs> good thing we're at the end of the show. Kenny, again, um, I do appreciate you coming yeah. into the studio. You're yeah. welcome anytime. And uh, yeah, fun show. This was you know, it was fun to break everything down and get your perspective on some things, and I uh, appreciate I'm, it. I'm a very opinionated person. Some people don't like my opinion, but it is what it is, and I got enough friends. There you go. <laughs> all right. Thank you all so very much for listening, and like I said, we'll be back with you next week for another episode. You can check out the latest race, Rewind. We did that uh, second twin late model 50 from Auburndale from March 4th, TJ Decare versus Jeff Schofield. Go check that out. Always a fun listen. Tom will have the audio synced up with the video on Speedway Video later this week. Probably by the time you hear this, it'll be out. So you can check that out. And, uh, yeah, come on back and check us out next week. Thank you all for listening. We'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye.